Recorded live. And welcome everyone. Welcome to the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. Hello, I'm Dave AC, your host on this weekly call talking about one of my favourite subjects, which is wine, in particular uh, red wine. And that's why the title of this uh, Tuesday call on TalkShoe, TalkShoe ID double one double two seven two at 5pm Eastern Time, is mainly about red wine. But today's title gives perhaps a little bit of a clue, because today's episode, episode 146, is not called Big and Fruity. Oh, no, no, no. It's called Small and Fruity. And if you read the episode information that's on the TalkShoe page, or will be on the bigandfruity.wordpress.com blog later in the week, the episode notes read as follows. We have three wines to taste today. But don't worry, they are all small picnic-sized bottles. Wines with a fruity addition. Do I hear an echo, echo, echo? Ooh, some clues there. Well, yes, I have three bottles of wine. In fact, I have uh, three wines, three news items, two video links, and one audio to play. So, rather full program. I'm going to be rather busy. Yes, um, just for a change, uh, we're talking and we've had a glorious day here in the UK today up in the north of England. Been a really hot day, uh, lovely, lovely dry spell. And then I'm actually looking forward to these wines because there is a suggestion to serve these wines chilled, even the red one. Uh, Although I brought these three small bottles out of the fridge, they are... um, 187 millilitres in size. So that's just about now. uh, Well, what used to be considered a large glass of wine was 175 millimetres. But if you go into some of these wine bars now, they consider that the standard size glass. And um, if you ask for a large, you get 250 mils, which is indeed, of course, a third of a bottle of wine. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about the wines. Obviously, with three, we'll spend a little bit more time on those. And then we've got these other items to cover. And we'll try and do it all in about 35 minutes. Currently, there's just me in the room. Although you can join me live. As I say, I'm call ID 1112272. Won't give all the details this week. I gave them in quite fullness last week. And anyway... I've got three bottles of wine here. don't want to be telling you other things. So, <clears throat> let me just say that these are a new range of wines. And I use the word wines. I'm careful because they are fruit-infused wines. Uh, they are by Echo Falls. And here in the UK, they've just been launched at the beginning of this month, the 1st of July, in one of our main supermarkets called Astor's, known as Walmart's in the United States, uh, and they've launched initially with these three 
that I have before me, although as one of the links will mention, there are others to come downstream. Now these are wines that are targeted uh, by the advertising people and the promotion and the uh, all the research that we've done to uh, ladies, uh, ladies between the ages of 18 and 34. Remember, of course, those people that live in other countries, here in the UK, it is legal to drink from the age of 18. So what do we have? And uh, where can you see them? Well, uh, by the way, a little bit of a warning. I, I had some issues with um, my TwitPig account, and we're joined in the room by one caller. So let me just allow text chat, not caller, Hi, Stephen. You're most welcome to the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. And just introducing about the wines that I'm tasting today. Uh, they are three picnic bottles of a new range by Echo Falls, marketed towards 18 to 34-year-old uh, ladies here in the UK, launched from Asda on the 1st of July. They're sold in full bottles. Uh, normally, they will retail at £5, which is about $8, uh, but currently they're subsidised at £4. And the three ones, let me put the link in the room that I was just about to do so when I was joined in the room. So let me get that link in there. And that is um, a long URL, as I say, because I went to do a Twit picture and uh, my AVG virus warning gave me um, a little bit of a, a warning about uh, something amiss. So... Um, I then posted this on the Big and Fruity Twitter account, and then I put the URL of the actual image. And the image there shows the three, uh, as I say, 187 milliliter bottles, just about a large size. And they are, in the order they are arranged on the image, Echo Falls Fruit Fusion White Wine with White Peach and Mango. And the alcoholic content is 9.5%. The second one is Echo Falls Fruit Fusion Rosé Wine with summer berries, natural flavours, 9.5%. And uh, they all do have, um, you know, served chilled or with ice. Um, and the third one is um, also chilled, but I did take it out of the fridge about 15 minutes earlier than the other two, and that is Echo Falls Fruit Fusion Red Wine with Raspberry and Cassis. Uh, cassis is, I think, an American term for like blackberry type of flavour. Natural flavours, and that's 11% by volume. And there's quite a lot of information on the back of these. I haven't opened them, so they are screw caps. So let's open the first one. And uh, I do have a smaller tasting glass today, and I'm only going to have a small amount of each. And we'll pour a little bit of the uh, white wine out. Quite used to tasting, of course, because if you remember the last episode, episode 145, I was uh, talking about the corks out tasting that I went to Manchester at the Castlefield Rooms um, just uh, about 10 days ago. And by the way, I've got some information uh, I mentioned about the photographs that I put on my Flickr account last week. I've just got a couple of links to the videos that I shot there. So <clears throat> let's have a little uh, smell of this one. And we're actually getting... Oh! That's a lot fresher than I thought. It's, it's this peach and mango. 
So I was expecting a more tropical one, but it's definitely a, a more scented and uh, more towards the peach and the mango. But let's have a taste. Well, it's certainly sweet. I'm just saying some of the material I'm going to be reading about this, that it is to cater for these sweeter palates of these uh, younger drinkers, probably ones that were drinking alco pops before the legal age. Remember, in the UK, the legal age is 18. Well, what do I think of that? Well, if I was at a picnic, I wouldn't complain at all. It's inoffensive. It's fruit. It's basically wine for people who don't drink wine. Unfortunately, I poured out an amount that I'll have to drink because I've just got myself one glass here, hoping that I can manage with the one glass. I do have some water to hand. So, I haven't really said very much about it. The the um, the peach and mango are blending, but I'm definitely tasting more of the peach. There's a little scent of the perfumeness uh, with the um, flavour. And, um, of course, at... Um, Nine and a half percent. The alcohol's quite restrained. What do I think of that? Um, just washing my glass out with a little bit of water. Mm. Yes, uh, I could take that or leave it, and certainly chilled, it will go down rather well. Let's move on to the second one. This is Echo Falls Fruit Fusion with Summer Berries. Natural flavours, again, 9.5%. And we'll pour a little bit less out. You know, this looks almost as though it would have been better if it would have been slightly sparkling. Ooh! Wow! <laughs> that has got an awful lot of fruit on the nose. Oh! Oh, I think this one will go down a treat. It is summer berries. There's... There's definitely a predominance of... Uh, but I'll tell you what this smells like, If and this may put some people off. If you've ever made um, raspberry um, jell um, jellies, um, I have to remember what the American term is for it. I think the Americans call it jello. But if you, you know, where you set jelly... In and you buy a raspberry a, uh, a raspberry jelly, and you you know you pull the thing apart and you pour hot water on it uh, to to melt the uh, the jelly or jello to make a jelly. That's exactly the smell I'm getting off that. Uh, again, this is not a serious wine drinker's wine. This is fun. This is afternoon. This is summer. This is out having a a salad and corn on the cob. And uh, somebody, uh, hopefully, at the end of the the, uh, uh, the garden with the uh, the barbecue out. But I must say, I rather like I rather like that one. But wine, it is not wine. Um, lots of fun. Just it's just like um, if if you were to eat a chilled. Raspberry jelly. 
<laughs> it seems sacrilegious to say it, but that's basically what I'm getting. There's no finesse here. This is a simple wine. And it's no wonder they say, drink it chilled. I think this almost needs dampening down. <laughs> but I am enjoying it. It's bringing a smile to my face. And um, again, a little bit... Mm, I'm getting a little bit of a perfumed aftertaste on that one. That's almost a bit of a Turkish Delight perfume on the back of that. That's not quite as pleasant at the end, um, but certainly uh, a fun little drink. Now, since I talk mainly about red wines, I'm hoping I'll have a little bit more to say about the Echo Falls uh, Fruit Fusion Red Wine with Raspberry and Cassis. Now, you may wonder why I've not said... Um, what the wine structure is, um, but it doesn't say. Uh, so I don't know whether the 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 rosé is from Tempranillo or Grenache. I don't know whether the um, the white is Sauvignon Blanc or Chenin Blanc or um, or whatever. There isn't any information about that, and the information I've seen up to now isn't particularly there. So let's open the red wine that is not quite as cool and. Uh, Let's hope this is a little bit more like drinking wine. This, I'm afraid, is very tempting for younger drinkers, I might think. Uh, definitely a derivative of Alka Pops. Um, I've got a feeling, actually, though, some younger drinkers might be pouring something a little bit more serious into this to give it a bit of a boost. Right. Now, again, on the nose, I've got raspberry. But I'm still getting um, quite a lot of perfume as well. So let's have a taste. Now, to me, that's the least pleasant of the three. And I think the reason is that's so far from red wine that I can't take it seriously. The other two, I don't very often drink roses or whites, so I can see those as a lot of fun. And, and, and I possibly would drink those very chilled at a warm or hot barbecue and, and have um, quite an enjoyment with them and feel very refreshed. And I'm sure they go down with, um, you know, a great bowl of freshly made fruit salad or with, uh, as I say, corn on the cob or with roasted peppers or, uh, you know, with uh, um, lamb kebabs or not kebabs, or, you know, where it's done on the, the, uh, the sticks. Um, all sorts of barbecue things. I think it would be lovely and I could enjoy those. The red wine, I'm sorry, no, I think I would just turn this down flat and reach for a more serious wine. I'll have one more taste. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I... I the red wine is just a step too far to me because it's just uh, too fruity. Uh, it may well go down with its target group. So um, the white, very successful with the peach and mango. The uh, the rosé, uh, uh, a bit of fun. Both slightly overly sweet. Uh, the red one just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'd certainly give that one a miss. Um, uh, anybody who drinks wine on the more than occasional basis uh, will find that uh, unpalatable, I think. But there you go. What do I know about things like that? Okay, so that's 
<laughs> my verdict on those three wines. Um, let me say that they've got quite a lot of information on the back label of these wines. Um, there's a Facebook link, facebook.com, Echo Falls Wine, or one word, so you can check that out. Uh, the Twitter account is echo-falls. Uh, and um, again, this um, uh, echofallswine.com online. And uh, there's quite a bit of information there. Uh, now, let me just go to one of the links that I have here. Let me just get rid of that link for a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to the more bizarre link first, if I may. And um, let me just uh, find this one. And this is from, uh, oh gosh, what a long URL. I have to open the page even bigger to get the URL. And I'll put the URL in for my friend in the chat room. And uh, let me uh, read it out. This is um, a strange. Uh, it's uh, Kai, Kai Gali Connect, is that? .com article. Uh, anyway, if you put into Google watermelon wine, anyone? Sweeter, fruit-flavoured plonk set to be the best seller among young drinkers. Well, they know something I don't, don't they? Uh, uh, fruit-flavoured wines are set for a major boost on the supermarket shelves, according to a new report yesterday. And this is dated the... Uh, actually, this is dated the 15th of April. But as I say, these only came on stream in the actual supermarkets from the 1st of July. Younger Britons are fueled a boom in fruit-flavoured beers and now the wine. And by the way, I noticed when I was buying these, uh, um, I should just say, these smaller bottles were one twenty-five a bottle. So that's $2 a, a bottle, the small ones. And as I say, the full bottles will nominally be £5.08 a bottle. Uh, but there were also a lot of these um, uh, French, I think it's French ciders, ciders with cherry added and other fruits added. So it's obviously this is a, a development, a spin-off, uh, an evolution of those alcohol pops that unfortunately uh, didn't hit their target market of young 18-year-olds. They were hitting an unplanned target of 14-year-olds who were getting other people to buy it for them. Anyway, let's read what it says about this. Um, Accolade Wines is to roll out fruit fusion wines. Grape-based drinks enhanced with fruit extracts come under the Echo Falls brand. It already has devised lemongrass, mint and aloe. Aloe vera, aloe I think it is, A-L-O-E flavour, with more to come, including watermelon. Targeting a new generation of wine consumers was one of the biggest challenges facing the industry, according to Accolade's general manager, um, Paul, and I can't pronounce his surname, who added that the growth of cider had made it harder to attract new wine drinkers to the category. Isn't it strange? In my youth, um, the sale of uh, lager virtually decimated the sales of British cider. Well, you might think, be forgiven for thinking all wine was intrinsically fruit-flavoured, being made from grapes. The new types of wine will have a much sweeter and more distinctive taste of many different fruits. 
<laughs> Thank you. Echo falls. Yeah. Echo fails, maybe. Yeah. Uh, only to me. I'm not the target market by any means. Um, I have three small bottles. The target is at 22 and uh, 3. Unfortunately, my age adds up to the age of three uh, 22-year-old girls. So uh, I, I lose out in every sense of the word with that. Let's go to another page, which is um, Harper's uh, page. Let's read a little bit of this and uh, hope um, you go and check them out. Why they have such long titles, I do not know. Put it in the room for my live guests. Remember, if you use Chatgrabber, go to Google, put in Chatgrabber. You can go to Chatgrabber, put in double one double two seven two. Go to episode 146. Even as it's live now, you can do that, and you will see the links that I put in the room. Anyway, this is from um, um, harpers.co.uk wine, and the title is Accolades Echo Falls Launches Three Fruit-Flavoured Wines. And uh, it's got uh, three clear pictures there of it. Let me see if I can just move down and read a little section of it. I want you to go to that page. Fruit Fusion Wines will launch exclusively at ASDA, remember that's Walmart in the States, on the 1st of July before becoming available nationwide here in the UK on October the 1st. I think they missed a trick there coming out October the 1st. These, to me, are definitely picnic, uh, barbecue, summer wines. What, but what do I know? Sorry, just muted there for a moment. Let me just read one paragraph and let me invite you to go to the www.harpers.co.uk site after you've listened, of course, to the rest of this scintillating podcast. Amy White, marketing controller for Echo Falls, says, We know through research conducted by our Flavour House partner that the newbie consumers are eager to experiment with new flavours and generally have a sweet tooth, which can make dry wines unappealing to them. In the UK, we have also seen, through switching analysis, Newbie consumers shying away from wine category and choosing sweeter styles of drinks, like flavoured cider and beer, for example. And this just reminds me of one of the stories I covered a couple of weeks ago when Wimbledon was on, uh, the story about PIMS. Apparently, they sell an enormous amount of PIMS at um, the Wimbledon event, uh, of course, with all the fruit in it. Uh, of course, there was some problem because it was being... Um, served at a much reduced uh, than the recommended uh, mix of water to um, to the uh, the pims as it comes um, and there was a bit of a, a bit of a stink about that but that another story we firmly believe in our innovation fruit fusion wines will attract a new audience to the brand of echo falls and the wider wine category as a whole it's from here that we then hope to take these consumers on a wine journey to discover the more traditional and complex wine styles as their tastes and preferences develop and change. Well, I think they've got to say that, and maybe that is their intention and hope. And it's, it's true that people's um, palates do change, but I must admit uh, I was well into my 40s before my palate started to really change. I'm not saying it became better or more refined, but it definitely ha had a more uh, enjoyment and uh, um, taste for, you know, a more robust 
wine with more uh, structure and tannins. Let's go with one more because we're on a little bit of a roll here. This is Just Drinks, justdrinks.com. That's with a hyphen between Just and Drinks. Product launch, UK Accolade Wines, Echo Falls Fruit. Um, and this was posted, of course, the trade, get this information earlier. So this was posted on the 28th of May by Ollie Weering, I think is the writer. And again, I'm not going to read it all. Um, in fact, it's actually almost word for word the same verbiage. So it was obviously some sort of... Um, I bet I'm going to skip that page. It's obviously some sort of information that was given out uh, as blurb for the launch. Uh, I will just say that if you want to know a little bit more about Echo 4 wines, which to tell you the truth are not that pretentious wines. I think the only Echo Falls wines that I've even had any enjoyment from is their, their Shiraz. Um, the Cabernet Sauvignon is okay. But they even do, just to give you an idea, they do an Echo Falls red wine, uh, which is not really a blend, well, it is a blended wine, but uh, it's blended to a level rather than to a quality, I think. Uh, But uh, maybe that's too critical of me. Uh, It's easy drinking wine. It's the sort of wine uh, you wouldn't take round to a friend's dinner party, but you may take round to an outdoor event. But again, that's just my assessment of Echo Falls wine. Uh, right, I think we've given them enough publicity. Let me just uh, cover now. Um, when I did um, uh, last week about the um, the wine, corks out wine tasting that I went, I also mentioned that um, I did um, a couple of videos. They're very short ones, but um, they have now gone up onto my DAT100 YouTube page. They are on my face, Big and Pretty Facebook page, but um, there's w- uh, one called very clever and very originally Corks Out Wine Tasting Clip 1, and I'm going to put the URL in the room. Uh, there's no point in me trying to read it out here. All I can say is if you go to uh, YouTube and put in... Um, uh, Corks out wine tasting. Hopefully, you'll come across one of the options as being uh, Dave AC. Uh, in fact, let me let me see if I can just again quickly, since um, we've got someone live in the room. Let me see if I can put a couple of links in. And I'm searching a little bit because I haven't, I haven't got this link ready. The reason why I haven't got it ready is, of course, as soon as you go to it, um, I didn't want it to actually start playing any videos. There we are. So it's um, YouTube.com. Oh, sorry, it just starts to play a little promo there uh, that I put to uh, look around the site. That's YouTube.com forward slash user forward slash DAC100. And you have to look at the video link to see the downloads and let me very quickly hopefully find my um, Flickr account page which is somewhere in all these uh, links we've got and it was going so well before this that's always tells you to prepare and have your links ready when you're doing a uh, live podcast and I'm just looking for my Flickr account link there we are. Uh, Flickr, your f- 
photo stream and I'll put this in and the most recent um, well there's actually a little banner picture there but then the next 28 pictures are from the Corks Out Wine Tasting that's www.flicker.com that's remember Flicker without an E forward slash photos forward slash Dave AC forward slash Anyway, um, the two videos there are just little videos. Now, the room looks a little bit empty, but that's because I specifically did those because these events started at 5 p.m. and it went on till 9. And, of course, many people, this was a midweek, a Thursday evening, many people came in and joined straight from work. So the, the room really crowded up at about the 7 p.m. mark. So um, you're able to see a little bit of the rooms there. And from the flick, you see some of the wines that I tasted. And go back and check last week's episode if you want to know more of that. So I've done um, three bottles of wine. I've done two video links. I've got three news items as I check the time. We're coming up to 29 minutes. I only, Stephen and people listening, with it's just me talking, um, I tend to just go for about 35, 40 minutes. If if you want to come in on to another call, or if Steve wants to call in, it's seven two four 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 seven four four four. Or of course, you can use the SIP client, which is at sixty six dot two one two dot one three four dot one nine two. But I've got uh, three news items that I want to cover, and I'm going to go to. The first one from the B, they're all from the BBC, and this one is dated the 17th of July, and it's um, here's the link to the page, and the title is Wine Market in Southeast Asia Promises Growing Sales. Now we know that China's grown, um, uh, but there's a there's a little uh, video on there that runs for uh, a few minutes. I've got a little clip of about um, 40 odd seconds of that taken from the centre. So let me play that and then we'll have a little look at the page and then I'll suggest later that you go and check the page out. So this is the BBC News site from 17th of July, a little audio section of the video about Southeast Asia and wine sales. Much is made of the wine market in China. The Chinese now consume the most amount of red wine in the world, overtaking Europe just last year. But 40% of the wine consumed in Asia is outside China, and Southeast Asia is becoming an important market. It's become such a promising market that an established British wine merchant has set up a sales office in Singapore to cater to this region. It's estimated that 24 million litres of wine a year uh, come into Singapore, and of that, only about 5 million stay here. Um, so the rest is exported to all of the other um, countries of South East Asia. Okay, and uh, Steve uh, is uh, dropping off, so uh, thank you for that. Right, <coughs> excuse me, let me uh, just get on with um, the information there. Uh, by the way, no prizes, no guesses for what firm would be the first to be in that area. Of course, it's Berry Brothers and Rudd talked about those way way back on this uh, call service so um, let me uh, just go on and uh, talk a little bit here so what it says here uh, uh, oh, let's go 
scroll down too far there. Um, fine wines improve with age, but the market for them has isn't so independent on maturity. Uh, in fact, what I'm going to do is just talk a little bit about more, which was on the video, just to say that um, uh, it mentions that China is the biggest in the world, but f but 40% of the Asian market is outside of China. 24 uh, million litres of wine is transported into Singapore, which is one of the major distribution hubs. But only 5 million of that stays there. The other 90 million is distributed into Southeast Asia. I'm just going to mute for one moment. Sorry about that. Better to mute than to uh, to cough in your ears. But um, that's better. Let's um, let's. Uh, so that's uh, a little news item. Wine market in Southeast Asia promises growing sales. Um, uh, the the Brown Brothers, Berry Brothers and Rudd, only three percent of their sales are from that market. In five years, where do they expect it to be? Somewhere nearer to fifteen. Right, uh, another piece of news. And I've talked about uh, this um, about alcohol duty and uh, minimum prices and so on and so forth around the country. Um, this is dated the 19th of July, so only two or three days ago on the BBC site, bbc.co.uk forward slash news, World Europe Jersey. Jersey budget alcohol duty hikes welcomed by Chief Doctor. So again, want you to go to their site. Let's just read a little bit about this. Uh, remember, we've talked about Scotland thinking about trying to impose the 50p uh, per unit of alcohol price. Okay, plans to increase the duty on alcohol have been welcomed by Jersey's Medical Officer of Health. If approved, the 2015 budget will increase the duty on beer by a penny a pint and on spirits by 21.7 a litre. Dr. Susan Turnbull said it would help tackle harmful drinking, especially on an island which had, and this is underlined, notable alcohol-related health harm statistics. Mm. But the move has been criticised by pub owner Noel Flood uh, of the Blue Note in St. Helier, who said it would affect tourism. And uh, they're talking about uh, uh, cider going up by 2.2 beer by a pound, Wine up by two point seems very modest rise to me, uh, and I've got a feeling. I mean, my sister doesn't live there, but she lives in the Isle of Man. Their tax is only ten percent, so it may be a hike, but it's probably coming from a fairly low uh, price range thing. So let me have a look at the time. Well, we're going to stop in a moment, but I have one more uh, thing to mention, and this is slightly off uh, wine. But uh, we do mention at time to time about food and wine matches. But this is um, a slightly different thing. And this is, uh, again, bbcnews.co, uh, bbc.co.uk, forward slash news, forward magazine, 16th of July, 2014. The new sign on French menus by Olivia Sorrell de Gerin. Sorry if I pronounced that name wrong. Again, please go to the site. And it's a little... It looks like a house, but it's actually, it looks like a saucepan, like a rectangle with a stick coming out like a saucepan, and then a roof of a house over the top. And let me just read what this is talking about. 
Summer rush to France, a magnet for more foreign tourists than any other country. It's about to begin, and this year's travellers may spot a new logo on menus designed to flag up when food has been homemade. The bad news is that just like anywhere else in the developed world, many French restaurants just reheat pre-prepared food rather than cook it from scratch. So that is something to mention. French consumers estimated in a poll last October that barely half the restaurant meals were homemade, while the Union of Hotel Skills and Industries suggests that 85% of restaurants secretly make use of frozen or vacuum-packed food. There's something to think about. Remember, the last thing I talked about restaurant was, um, again, relating to Wimbledon and Andy Murray, who has his own Scottish restaurant, about the fact that um, their, what, some of the wines were up-rated up, uh, six times the, the sale price. Not three times, but six times. And that was another thing where people are getting a little bit more critical in this slightly more austere times. People don't mind paying, but they want good value for their money. Well, I better get off the soapbox, haven't I? Um, well, what do I think? Let's wrap up, David. Well, I'm sure for the target market, these will be a, a roaring success. I think they missed the boat a little. These should have been brought out in May, ready for uh, what has turned out to be a rather good summer here in the UK. Um, October for general release seems far too late. Um, I would say of these three, the most likely to go down well is the white with peach and mango. Um, the summer berries rosé, a little bit too much like a raspberry jello or rosé jelly to me. And I can't take the red wine seriously at all. But it may well appeal to somebody who said they don't like red wines, who thinks they're all tannic or oaky or, or, or too earthy. Uh, but if, if if I was now going to any picnic where I saw these three, I would actually go for the white peach and mango as long as it was really chilled. And I may even throw some ice in it at that. OK, well, what are we doing next week, David? Well, I don't know. You know. All this I do. Episode 147. We're going taking a trip back to supermarket own label wines. Yes, and that's because I bought um, a wine from uh, Morrison's with their own label. This is not their uh, signature, Morrison's signature label. This is their more basic um, wine. And actually, it's a wine from Portugal. So uh, I don't often drink a wine from Portugal. So that gives it a little bit of a double whammy. So join me, Dave AC, here on Torchu, Torchu ID double one double two seven two five pm Eastern Time. Or, failing that, uh, why not subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Big and Fruity? Oh, and that's one more link I just wanted to mention. Um, with, that's a new uh, place to find us. It's a site where um, you can go and find lots of different podcasts. Let's see if I've put the, the link to one side. Where's it gone, David? In fact, let me quickly find it. Before we wrap up, I go to the Big and Fruity and uh, it's coming up, it's coming up, coming up. It's 
podcast land. Yes, uh, if you go to a site called Podcast Land, great place for discovering new podcasts to listen to under different categories. But the link I'm putting in the room is podcastland, that's all one word, dot com forward slash podcast forward slash uh, 2011-big-and-fruity. And you'll see all, well, when you go and look, maybe all 146 of my past episodes. Well, let me find the uh, Podsafe uh, jazz outro uh, theme. And um, with that, we'll uh, bring the show to a close. Where have you gone? There we are. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Special thanks to Stephen for dropping by. (laughs) 